Alright guys, welcome back in. This is Two Catholic Dudes. This is our podcast. We have made it to number five. Episode, Episode number five. five. Thanks for hanging with us so far. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. As always, we are not priests, we are not theologians, we are just two Catholic dudes, and we are talking about our faith. And you know what we are also? What are we? We're friends. We are friends. And that is what we're talking about today. We're talking about friends. I love it. We're talking about friends, friendship, relationships, community, all that good stuff. And uh, we're going to dive into it because you know what? Some friendships are awesome and great and, yeah, you know, God loving and all that good stuff. And some friendships are not. Yeah. And some relationships in our life are not great or they come from bad experiences. So we're going to talk about all of it today. And you know what makes a really good friend and what really good friends would do? They would follow us on all of our social media. <laughs> Real <laughs> friends follow you on Instagram. They would support us. They would help us grow because, again, we want this community to thrive, to grow. And the only way we can do that is if you help us along the way, is if you follow us on all of our social media accounts, if you share it, that's re- really going to help us grow. Uh, please comment in on the YouTube comments themselves. That's what helps that algorithm and help people find us on other channels. So just Put a comment. You guys are doing great. I hate it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, we want to hear from you. I want, yeah. We want to hear what you guys think. Comment oh. in questions, comments, concerns. And uh, and then also. Speaking of a friend, yeah. we want to make a big shout out to, we got our first Patreon member, uh, our good friend, Sean Ambrose. Thank you so much for uh, your generosity and for supporting the channel and believing in us and uh, becoming a patron. So thank you so much. If you want to uh, consider supporting us on Patreon, go check us out. What's our, what's our, uh, Patreon.com on, uh, forward slash two Catholic dudes. Two Just Catholic. search forward us on there. You'll find yeah. us. And uh, Sean already broke the ice. So if you were worried about being first, worry no longer because our friend Sean. <laughs> you can us be up. second. Yeah, there you go. All right. So uh, be a good friend and let's talk about friendship because I think it's a really important topic. Uh, that's what's going to help our foundation in Christ or it's going to help pull us towards Christ or it's going to help push us away or somewhere in the middle. We're just kind of treading water. So we want to be really conscious about the friends that we keep in our lives. Yeah. So, well, we talk about a lot. Uh, you and I have mentioned it quite a few times. You are the collection of the five people you spend the most time with. That's right. And are those five people positive or negative? You know, and uh, I think about it pretty often and like my five people are diverse, you know, because I live a, uh, in two different worlds sometimes we, we haven't really talked about it too much on the podcast, but I moonlight as a professional wrestler. So I have like two completely like, different like high school wrestling. Kind no, of no. Like, uh, entertainment, like, like Hulk, Hulk, Hulk and the rock <laughs> right. and stuff like that. Like I do that on the, you know, we're going to get into that. So stay tuned yeah. for the wrestling episode. Yeah. So, but, um, we, but it's like two completely different communities, you know, of friends. You know, I have the youth ministry side and then the wrestling side and all of those, there's positives and negatives in, in both worlds of friendship, I think. So, uh, but you know, today I want to talk more about, you know, how can, how do your friendships bring you closer to Christ? Do you have God involved in your relationships and your friendships? Yeah. And yeah, like you said, you're going to have different friend groups and that's okay. Um, and as you move in different stages of your life, you're going to realize that some friends stay with you. Some friends move along. Some friends um, you don't really have in your life anymore. Sometimes you can look back and say, oh, those that's my childhood friends. That's my those are my high school friends. Those are my college friends, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, they all help shape who you are as a person. 
Um, you don't necessarily have to keep them involved in your life. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but it's okay. Whatever, whatever happens with them, that's a, that's a natural progression of, it's a natural part of life. Uh, but I think it's really important again, to always look at who you're currently hanging out with the most. Like you said, that's Mm going to help shape you as a person. Is is it going to help move you forward or backwards? And here's the thing is, is there's a lot of friendships I know in my life. And I think a lot of people where you don't hang out with them always, but they're still in your life. You still consider them a friend. And it's something that you don't want to, don't be discouraged if, if a relationship isn't someone that you spend all of your time with all the time. As long, if it's still a positive relationship in your life, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still, friendship, friendships are so unique and, and variant. You have some friendships where it's guys that uh, you talk to them once a year. And then there's people that you talk to once a day or once an hour. So that's the beautiful thing about friendship is it's so vast and so uh, unique that it it can be, you know, so many different levels of your life. Yeah. And I think like if, if it's a true and beautiful friendship, it doesn't matter. I have a friend from high school who sometimes I only see once a year, but every time we see each other, like we pick up right back where we left off and it's totally fine. Uh, and there's other friendships that, that we really have to, to strain and, and it's, it's a more difficult process. Well, yeah, I, on both sides of that, you know, I, I remember in high school, the group of friends that I kind of surrounded myself with were, it was not really positive and it wasn't because of like genuine, like friendship. It was more, I wanted a certain relationship and I wanted a reputation and so I thought these relationships will give me that reputation. So you wanted to raise your social status kind of. Yeah. Right? So it wasn't like a friendship of like, like they didn't, I didn't know if they didn't really know who Danny was. It was who Danny was trying to be so that I could hang out with them. I mean, that's a very common thing in high school. And, and in high school, you're still trying to figure out who you want to be. So, uh, you know, you got to, I wish I had surrounded myself with more positive people uh, because high school was a rough time for me. Because I, I was, the connections weren't genuine and the friendships weren't genuine. It was all based upon, you know, can I keep this fake reputation that I wanted everyone to think of me, you know? Right. And like, you don't even know who you are in high school yet. You're still trying to figure out who you are as a person in high school and in college. That's such a formative period in your life. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that last week with Tyler. Tyler's doing such a great job as a transitional phase oh, into yeah. a young adult, you know? Um but in that difficult time, that's really important to find those friend groups that are going to help because the friend groups will form you in a certain way. If you have the wrong friend group, you're going to you're going to become that type of person. Um, so you need to choose the right people. And often often in high school, that's the difficult time is that you want to be um, so you want you want to be elevated in that social circle. And so sometimes you drift down the wrong way. You pick the people that aren't helping you grow positively because yeah. they're going to help you socially or you're going to be in the cool group or whatever. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I, that was me in yeah. high school is, is it was not about who's going to make Danny a better person. Who's going to make me a better follower of Christ. It's who's going to make me more popular. Right. Or like whatever, like me in high school, I wasn't really concerned with popularity, but my friend group, Again, we mentioned it in a previous episode, all I wanted to do was play heavy metal guitar. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I hung out with the heavy metal kids. We all wore black t-shirts, Pantera, Slayer, Metallica. We all had our hair spiked up. So I didn't necessarily go on a downward spiral or I wasn't trying to f- 
be popular, but I just went on a weird tangent. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Who wants to play Warcraft with me? <laughs> that, I was all into that too. Uh, yeah, I was super into computer games and I, I had a couple uh, really close friends that we, we would play computer games all the time. And yeah, it just took me on a weird path. I don't know if it was positive or negative, but... Sure. And, and here's the... When I found my friends in church is when I started to find, you know, real genuine connection is honestly that when I went I tried to walk away from the so when well to be honest with you when the social part of the friendship and that kind of came crashing down and I realized like these people really didn't care about me it was more just about the reputation that we were all trying to live up to but when things got difficult they weren't really there for me and I don't know if I would have really been there for them either but right. it's when I started going to youth group that I was like wow like this is what genuine friendship is like and I met friends I still have to this day like I live with two of the guys that I met through church you know 10 years ago yeah because of the genuine friendship we formed through that um so it, it's without sounding you know I, I'm we're, you know we're, we're trying to be casual on our podcast but like it's true that I I found true friendship when I rooted it in my faith you yeah, know? you had a foundation to stand upon. Yeah. All the friendships that you had in high school, what I'm hearing, there was nothing. There was no, there was, it was literally just about how cool can I look? Right. Who do I need to hang out with to look cool? That was it. And, and when that stopped being the focus and it was, who can I be myself with? Who can I be true to me? When you have a group of friends that you can be so stupid with and do the dumbest things what was i doing right before okay this podcast let's started? let's talk about this you want to talk about the ryan and i have the most genuine friendship i think <laughs> i've ever had in my life um because i we the things that we do are absolutely ridiculous so we're starting real early with our podcast let's set the scene ryan's going on a trip yeah right? i'm, You're I'm going, flying up to seattle in just on a trip. like two hours from now so we had we usually do our podcast like 10 a.m so ryan calls me last night and he goes hey Need to be at my house at 7 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my dude, no. <laughs> but okay. So we get here. We're getting our coffee. I was sitting on the couch. I was pretty lethargic. Like, I don't want to. I'm so tired. And Ryan starts going super pumped, super pumped, super pumped. Like, so obnoxiously. If you're not watching, like, if you're, if you're just listening. He's pu he was pumping his arms and screaming super pumped as loud as he possibly could. <laughs> and I'm like, but it, it fired me up. I was like, oh, man. like all Amped right. up, ready to go. <laughs> I could not remember how. I, I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. Then you started filming me, and I got all. I, I, if your friends do funny things, you put it on your Snapchat story. That's right. That's what you do. That's so, a true friendship. It was it was one of the dumbest things that I've done. Like, just stupid, silly things, but like. It inspired me. It inspired him. And it's, <laughs> if you can do that with a, with a good friend, like, oh, man, that's, that's glorious. Yeah, because it's like those friendships, if you didn't have to think twice about like, oh. Is he gonna judge? Is he me gonna for judge doing me for doing this weird thing? <laughs> and like, we'll send each other Snapchats of like, you know, everyone does like good angles when they post on Instagram. We do like the the worst like, angles. Can ever. you see up my nose? <laughs> but that, that's okay because you know we're such good friends that we are comfortable with that. We we know that we're not gonna judge each other. And something that I love about our friendship too is it's just it, it was rooted in faith. Mm -hmm. You know, this podcast was inspired by our friendship because we were like, we want to talk about our faith more. And you know, like we're best friends, so might as well get out there and talk about it together. Yeah, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't go like, hey, I want to start a podcast. Let me put out applications and have people come in and interview and be like, right. Danny, 
uh, what would make you a good candidate for being my podcast partner? It's like, no, um, we're, I, I'm we're, your friend. <laughs> we're, we're just good friends. We have a good rapport and we feel like uh, we could to collectively uh, share a message together. Yeah. yeah. You want to know that actually my favorite part about our friendship? Yes, I do. Okay. I'm going to tell it to you. It's uh, uh, for everyone that doesn't know our favorite game in the world is guess who? That's right. Guess who where, you know, the little ones with the people and you like, are you wearing glasses? Yeah. And you flip it down. Ryan and I played so much Guess Who one summer that we got to the point where we could play it without the game. In our minds. We could play it with our minds. And like we were, I remember we were at a retreat and kids were like, no, you can't. Like you're lying. And we had them bring up the characters on their phone and Ryan and I played the game just talking to each other and people were blown away that we could play it like that. And I was like... What a what a connection we have here. You know you got a good friendship when you can play Guess Who by memory. By memory. It was awesome. There you go. Uh, so have that strong-rooted foundation of faith in your friendship, and you can do the craziest, the wildest, the silly things, and it's all good. On a completely different note, something that's that, that's coming on my heart to share is, is a friendship, is sometimes that with genuine friendship, you don't have to see each other every day, but it can still be there. It can still be a real genuine friendship, and God can still be present in that friendship. Uh, a story that I'll share, you know, vaguely is I grew up with like, as a lot of people do, you, you grew up with people on your street that live near you. And uh, we were in a pretty close group of friends and we were all Catholic, but we, we all grew up together. Uh, my, one of my best friends had a trampoline in his backyard and there was like the place to be. Obviously that's where my, my that's, wrestling dreams began. That's always trampolines. Yeah, trampolines are kid. the best thing in the world. I would always like, dad, I need a trampoline. He's like, you're going to break your arm. No, but Hey, you know what? My other, my buddy Kyle had a trampoline. <laughs> Did it have the netting around it? No, we weren't. No, All right. no, bro. Because we wanted to play dodgeball and stuff. And yeah, stuff. Just yeah, wild and free. Wow, it was the best summer, best summers of my life. Anyway, um, I remember that like I was, one time I was at his house for like a party or something, and like one of the most horrific things ever could happen, where they they suffered serious loss in their family, and it it it, it happened, and I was just I happened to be there at this party, and. We had not seen each other since that party in like months, maybe even a year. We had not seen each other. And we were able to like during this really difficult time for him, him and his life and his family, I was, I was able to be there for him. Like we had never skipped a beat and I, I'll never forget us being there together and comforting each other. And, and through that experience of, I was able to bring my faith to it because I was known as that, that church guy. Right. So like they wanted a priest to speak to. So well, me, I, I had a priest on speed dial. No problem. I was able to call and bring that faith to them during this really hard time. Even though we had not like our friendship wasn't something that was going on right then and there. It was like it, it, years and years ago, we were the best of friends, but like, you know, life's changed and everything else. But in that moment, our friendship had been so strong for all those years that I was able to bring faith in that moment. And it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And I love that. I, lo I still, to this day, I love the, him and his family and that friendship will always be part of my life. Even if we talk once a year, you know, or just like each other's pictures on Instagram, that friendship will be there. And I, I know that God was so present in that friendship in that moment. It, it's something that I, to this day, I, it was one of the most real authentic times I felt Christ in a relationship before. Oh man. what it, a, That's a beautiful it story. Was, it was amazing. Jeez. It was incredible. I'm like this. I'm kind of getting teared up talking about it a little bit, but yeah, it, it was awesome, man. And it was. I thank God so much for that friendship and for His presence in it. And what a what an amazing way to evangelize in that moment. Um, 
you know, that, yeah, you're that church guy, but you were able to bring Jesus to them in that time of crisis. That's, oh, that's so powerful. It, it was, it was crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, but it, you know, and, and, but it comes down to like, like, it's not always about the time spent, but about the, <coughs> the genuine, authentic, uh, connection that you have with a friend and, and, a, being a positive in that person's life. Even if it's an everyday thing or a once a year thing, yeah, you know, is is and that's what we talk about with friendship. Those those five people will go back to that. Are they positive? Is the are these relationships positive in your life? Right. Um, when you look at your relationships, are like, you know, are they really making you the best version of yourself and making you the best follower of Christ? And thank goodness for you that you found those positive groups in your early uh, mid, early to mid 20s right you yeah i was like 18 19 when i really started to find those strong friendships i mean that's an amazing time because that's that difficult moment uh me personally like i was kind of all over the place and i've had a lot of different friends in my life uh, i've worked at restaurants i worked at restaurants for like 10 years and you make a lot of friends in that time and a lot of times they're not doing the, the best things that you would want to be doing but you're kind of sucked into that social circle right. uh and i was living with a, a bunch of roommates and still good friends to this day, but we were doing a lot of things that, you know, I wasn't super proud of, or I'm not super proud of now. Um, and it's, it's only, I, I, it's only really prevalent and, and it comes to mind after the fact. So like now the, the story comes to mind, uh, some of these friends, they had moved away and I, you know, I'm, I'm in a different place in my life now and I'm really close with my faith. I'm close to God. Uh, and so they came back for like a winter break or something like that. And we yeah. had a kind of a friend reunion and we were, we all went out to dinner and we were sitting right in the middle. There was a bunch of us and we were sitting right in the middle of this restaurant. And a lot of these people have kids now. They didn't have their kids with them, but they were like, they showed up and different stages of life. They were in all, they're in different stages of life. Right. Uh, and they just were on a mission to just get hammered and they're all just shouting profanities and telling like really bad stories of things that they've done recently. I'm like, you have children. And, uh, it was, it, it was, it got real bad. And I'm looking around the room and I'm starting to get embarrassed. And then I see somebody from church right. and they're looking over and I'm like, Oh, of course they're going to recognize me. Now they're going to put me in that, they're in that light. They're gonna be like, Oh, I didn't, I see Ryan up there singing, but I didn't know he was like part of this. And it was, it was embarrassing, you know? And it's tough because you don't, we don't want to, you don't want to judge how other people, like people are going to do what they want to do. But like, you have to be able to surround yourself with people that are going to make you or be a good reflection of you. Right. And again, it's uh, those people were in my life for a reason. They, they helped me on the journey to, to get me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. Um, but would I hang out with them? Would I choose to hang out with them every day now? No, absolutely not. Right. Um, when I see them, it's all good and it's fine. But uh, I have to make that conscious effort to say, okay, this is this is okay every now and then, just to reconnect. But like, I'm not gonna keep them at a at a a, a prominent point in my life. Right. Know? They're not part of your five. They're not part of my five. They didn't make the the top five. If <laughs> anyone's old enough to remember MySpace, was it top five or top ten? You could have up to like top twenty. Oh man. I like top four. It was a big deal because people oh, would be was, super upset if they didn't make the top whatever. Well, and that's funny because th that goes back to, that goes into don't let things that are not, that don't matter like that define your friendship. Right. Right. Because like that, it's funny you should say that. And we're dating ourselves a little bit here with this MySpace reference, but I remember so many people would get so mad. Like I'm not on your top four. I thought we were best friends. And like, I mean, shoot, okay. like my bad. Or like people will always ask me, 
you know, who's your best friend? I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I have a lot of best friends. I refer to like three or four different people as my best friends. Yeah. You know, because I, it's too, I think a best friend is someone that brings out the best in you. That's that's, that's how I would define a best friend is, so who's your best friend? Um, well, you know, Ryan, Ryan brings out the best in me. So Ryan's my best friend, but uh, I have my other best friend, Steven, he brings out the best in me. So he's my best friend. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and then in, in the wrestling world, I have another great friend who brings out the best in me in that in the wrestling in wrestling terms and so he's one of my best friends so it's don't let, I, and i'm not offended when i hear you say somebody else is your best it, friend too because it doesn't matter it, doesn't, it matter. doesn't matter like you know jesus is my best friend and he's been giving me this gift of all these amazing people in my life right uh but so but i i think that like so many times uh maybe that comes from a sense of being secure in your friendships and relationships you mm -hmm. know is why do you need to be like no, my best friend can't be best friends with anybody else? Like, well, it, it's okay. Like, you know, this, it's not, don't let that label define your friendship. You know, the mm -hmm. connection is what defines your friendship and the, how you guys interact and how you make each other better. That's what defines your friendship. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, I think that that's that's a crazy thing that that people get so wrapped up in is they define their friendship sometimes on, uh, or or I'll have people that are like I got mad that you didn't like you this person didn't like my Instagram post, and I'm like, okay, sure. And they're like, well, like, they're supposed to be my friend. Maybe they forgot, or maybe they, I I don't know. Like, it doesn't it matter. doesn't really matter. <laughs> doesn't like, matter. try to get over that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like it's. Let the let, let your let the genuine connection be how you define your friendship. Yeah, again, talking about different friend groups that you have, and having best friends in different friend groups, having uh, different sectionalized categories of mm -hmm, friends. Mm -hmm. That's totally fine. That's normal. Uh, kind of a funny story that I have. Um, when I was with the band Jeremy and Ryan, uh -huh. there was a guy Jeremy and I'm Ryan. But you know, uh, oh yeah, Jeremy and Ryan. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll have episodes talking about Jeremy and sure. Ryan things I'm sure but we got the opportunity to play at LA Youth Day which was a it's a huge um, congregation of youth yeah, in, in, in the uh, LA area yeah, in Anaheim yeah it's like 15,000 kids come into this thing and uh, it was a really big deal for us and it's still one of the fondest memories that I had and we had a group it was an awesome thing I remember I was there so awesome awesome day I still I still every now and then look back at memories uh, you know like the throwback Thursdays throwback Thursdays I'm like ah oh, that was so cool uh, Anyways, there we had like this friend, this group of friends that we came down uh, to do this with, and there was three of my really good friends that we had formed the band with. So Jeremy and I were like just a duo, and we recorded all of our music by ourselves. But when we played at this big event, we needed a, a live band with us—a drummer, a bass player, a guitarist. Right. And so I have these three really good friends from college that I met who are just like insane musicians, unreal, out of this world. Right. Um, and so I had them join the band with us. We had our other group of friends come down with us as well um, to help us out to um, do a lot be, of- Be like, because like I, during that time, I was like you guys' like manager when you guys were on the road, like helping you guys with the technical stuff right. and things and like that. And your brother was there as well, yeah. great friend of ours, and he, helped, he wanted to help us. Um, so he came down the night before with us and right. he stayed over at the hotel and he was just going to help do a lot of the mundane tasks that we needed to do to get that job done, that, yeah. that gig um, to play Run well, smoothly, yeah. Right? So, okay, picture this scene. It's myself, 
Uh, my buddy Jamie, who plays bass, Jason, who plays guitar, and Danny, who plays drums. We're all in the hotel room. Different Danny, not me. That's right. Different Danny playing drums. And we're all talking about music in the nerdiest way you can ever imagine. Like, music theory to the max. And uh, Brendan, who plays guitar, but he doesn't really know much about music. Right. He walks in the door, and he's like, hey, guys. And he realizes we're, like, deep in conversation about music, and we're just like... And then he said, B minor. And we all started like laughing hysterically. And he's like, what in the world did I just walk into? Are you kidding me? Where am I? What language are you speaking? What language, right? And uh, it was just like we were on another plane, another planet. Uh, And that was just such a great, it was a hilarious moment for him. And like, he he tells the story all the time. Right. He's like, who are these guys, (laughs) right? But you can have such like... An, an inside joke and an inside language with with groups of people and but you know what Brendan came in and maybe he didn't know what we were talking about but our group kind of mixed and that was a beautiful thing by the end of yeah. the weekend by the end of the weekend together we were all so much closer and he got in on some of the inside jokes and he you know we it, it was just like this this mixture that they just worked and it was a fun thing that's something that i i want to touch on real quick too is cuz Another big thing with with friendships and relationships that we should work on as Catholics overall, I think, is the community aspect because community is is a key thing with our faith. Um, I know that like what makes a parish thrive is its community, not necessarily it's um, how you know how great everything going, but the people. It's the people, not the events, because the events don't happen and the mass isn't big if there's not people there. You know, and you, obviously the Eucharist is always present and everything, but you need people in the congregation. You need a community of, of believers to be there. I mean, where where two or three are gathered, but but like, how awesome is it when there's a great community of people? I like I I'll go back to you remember when we went to uh, NCYC and we oh, went to mass man. with twenty five thousand people. How incredible was, it was that? Beautiful. It was the cool one. It's still to this day the coolest thing I've ever been been a part of. It was amazing. But so the community of it, and I think that your close group of friends is a community. It's a small community, but it's a community. And I think that that a lot of times, especially like high school worlds, you're very protective of your community, right? And you're very, you're close to that group of friends. And it's hard to let new people into that group of friends. And I think that that's a mistake as, as followers of Christ, we need to be welcoming and open to people. Uh, because I go back to when I was really struggling with, with a group that I shouldn't have been in. If, when I came to youth group, I was welcomed in that group. There was a group of people there and it didn't matter. They had never met me before, but they were just like, Hey, come on in. And I got thrown right in the mix and it was awesome. And I think that you, you, if even at, even at youth groups and even at churches, there's like closed off groups of people that are like, ah, like this is our, this is kind of our thing. Like welcome. But like, this is, we do this over here. This is our, our thing that we do. And I've been guilty of it. I think we've all been guilty of it. But it's something that I think that, that we as Catholics all need to work on is opening, having an open community of, you know, come on in to this to this community and, 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 and have friendships build. Because I think it's important because like here's the thing is we get our strength from God to, to do these, to do go through life. But we get our support from one another. And maybe you're feeling good about your life and you're like, I got all the friends I need and I'm doing real good. But maybe this person that we're not welcoming in, maybe they're in a place where they need some friends. 
maybe you have all the friends you need, but maybe they need they need a friend that then you could be that. You know what I mean? Amen. Uh, I have a really inspirational story about community in our church that I want to share. I just got to change out that camera really quick. I'll be right back. All right, we're back. I want to share that story about community, but I know, I know you want to share that story. This is our time for sponsorship and breaks and whatever. all that good stuff. Yep. But here's something that, speaking of community, the 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 community that we're trying to build of our our following here on Two Catholic Dudes, I've had a couple people that jump in and they say that one of their favorite parts of the podcast is the coffee updates. My coffee, coffee, so, coffee update journey right here. How are we doing? Do pretty good, honestly. The taste is growing on me. Uh, I knew that. I always said I'm not a coffee drinker. I hate the taste of it, but I know it could grow on me if I just like gave it a chance. And sure enough, I'm giving it a chance now, and it's not bad. Question, did you like the smell of it? I've never liked the smell of it. Funny story. My That's crazy because coffee is one of my favorite smells in the world. When I'm making coffee at my house, like that scoop of just like the, the coffee powder or beans or whatever it is, yeah. I love that smell. But you probably already developed a taste for coffee. But right? I always, even before I liked coffee, yeah. I always liked it. I always was like, I would say, man, I wish coffee would taste as good as it smells. Wow. I was like, get that smell out of here. <laughs> uh, funny story. My roommate, um, I had like the just a regular water. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, like a hydro flask hydro or whatever flask it was. Thing, right? yeah. he, he, I had it out on my counter and he uses a lot of my stuff sometimes. And like he filled it with coffee one day and then he just put it back in the, in the dishwasher. And like once you put coffee in one of those things, it's it done. will never not smell like coffee. Yeah. And it's I'm like, like yeah. Uh, this is yours now. <laughs> you, you congratulations. Just, congratulations. You earned your Here's your new coffee flask. drink. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but as far as Pete's coffee, we're rocking it, and I'm starting to enjoy it. Awesome. Even, I'm only like five in, but uh, yeah, it's working for but me. But you got the app now. I got the app so I can get the points. I'm feeling good, feeling the energy that I've never felt from having this much coffee. So like, awesome, beautiful. All right, so that inspirational story you were talking about, about community. Yeah. Um, you know, you're talking about forming a good community in church, and I just wanted to share a really inspirational uh, community that I would look that I look up to when I was a kid seeing the choir directors that direct the choir that I currently do now Bob and Linda mm -hmm. they formed what was the contemporary choir and they had so many people in this choir yeah. like there was like 30 singers it seemed like 10 or 15 people in the band and they were always there. They were staple. And I was like, how do now looking back, I'm like, how did they get that many people? Because I struggled to get like three, four five singers sometimes. And, and our band is in shambles. Um, love them to death, but like, we're just struggling to get people. I'm like, how did they get that many people? The answer is they had a strong community together. They wouldn't just show up for rehearsal, show up for masses. They would have outside events at their houses. They would go places together. They would have parties. It was, it was a church community together they were a family and that was so important I mean it helped that they were all the same age and that's another problem that we have in the church is that I want to get I want to form that community but like I look around and how many people are my age in the congregation yeah the young the young adult uh, presence is pretty lacking right now it's tough right so I want to form that community but I have just like a couple people my age or younger and then all the rest are 50 plus mm -hmm. and like God bless him, love him to death. But it's hard to form that community when you have such a vast difference in age, you know? Sure. But uh, I, I always still look back to that and I'm so inspired by what they were able to create. And I hope to one day do the same. Absolutely. It was, I remember, you know, seeing it from the outside and thinking like, wow, that's rad. There's so many people. Yeah. Um, you know, and I want to go back to, we were talking about community and how, okay. Uh, because I think that 
sometimes it gets said like, oh, we'll just find some church friends and everything will be great. But it's it's not just about that because I, I remember that when I first joined the youth group, like the leadership team, like it was, it was like, like we were all like, and, and I can't, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here because I was part of it. And we were kind of like, we were the, we were the leaders and everybody else, like they, they, they were the kids. We were the leaders and they were the kids and like we would help them, but we were our own kind of our own thing over here. Mm. And I, I, I look back on it now when I kind of like, when I, graduated from high school and and kind of started to move away from that I went man this is not this isn't the way that I think that we're trying to go here because we we weren't inviting people we weren't allowing ourselves to have genuine relationships with these other people it was just the people that were already in our little set group and and we were supposed to be church we were supposed to be the leadership and the examples of a youth group and examples of of ministry and we I think we a lot of us failed at that uh, myself included and it wasn't until uh, I had a I had a really a good friend in my life a youth minister in my life uh, a, a, our buddy my buddy Daryl hit you, you know Daryl yeah who was kind of like hey man like we need to kind of break these walls down and and invite others and, and he did a great job of, of saying creating a community that was really strong and I took a lot of inspiration from him and what I do for youth group now and and creating that like we're all on the same team here there's leaders there's these adults this little freshman we're we're part of the same community we're we're here all growing closer to god together um you know uh, to think, a degree you know yeah i think that's that's so important and that shows why your youth group is thriving so much right now is because it's all inviting it's encompassing uh, all those age groups all those different uh, values and all everything that people bring to the table everyone is welcome and I feel that every time I go to your youth ministry so thank, thank you, you Daryl for starting that and for and Danny for continuing that that's a beautiful thing well and that's the thing is we got to do with everything in the church it doesn't just go for youth group I think it needs to be for parishes as a whole I think community is huge and we have to be able to be open and inviting and welcoming to people and and saying like hey come on into this community and be part of it be involved in it uh that's what's going to foster uh you know, change because I think that uh, father Mike, because I have to quote At father Mike every, every episode. episode, father Mike always, he said that he said something, he did a, a talk and it was that he said, people on stage were not going to change the world. They're not going to change the church, but it's the friendships and relationships that are going to change the church, that the intimate gatherings of people, uh, that's, what's going to change everything. It's the, you know, inviting people to do ministry with you, inviting people to serve at mass with you, not, you know, you know, a homily can be really good, but if someone's not willing to go and seek out someone and say, Hey, I'd love for you to come and be involved with me or, Hey, come, would you come to mass with me? Or, Hey, why a kid's saying, come to youth group with me, whatever, or whatever you have to be, reach out to each other and build those friendships and relationships to grow closer to Christ together. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's that's something I really think that we need to do as church better. Right. Is to to have a stronger community uh and, and be more open and, and welcoming. Yeah. Again, you could you could book the two of us to come to your church and have Danny give the most inspirational talk you've ever heard in your life. But again, if if you don't take that, whatever he says and and talk about it in groups and 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 grow together, 
um, you know, that what he's said is just going to kind of fizzle out and, and it's going to be forgotten. But you need to take that, form it together as a community, as a group. Um, so just a little note, though, you can book us for your church. <laughs> you can book <laughs> us to come to your church. So Danny does speaking. I do music. Uh, I can speak as well. Uh, I'm just not. I cannot do music. <laughs> he can't do music. But, um, well, I don't know. You can you can play a mean, uh, I don't know, shaker, tambourine. Sure. Sure. Yeah, the egg, the egg shaker, the egg shaker. Yeah, I'm a beast of the egg uh, shakers. I always, anytime, look at that. What an uplifting friend thing to say. I doubted myself, and you're like, no, 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 no. Anytime someone at our, at one of my shows, he's like, oh, I'll do the egg shaker, and the, I give them to in the crowd, and they sing, uh, and they play. I'll I'll do like a solo break in the middle of the song, and be like, egg shaker solo, go. And they're like, what do I do? You just like shake it fast. Well, you know what you made me do the last time is I was in charge of the slides. Oh, I would yeah. change the lyrics and you made me do a slide, slide solo. solo. So I'm like hitting the buttons. The kids went crazy, but like it was super funny. Yeah. You know, um, it's you, okay to be funny and be fun with your friends. And uh, yeah. so again, feel free to book us at your church. We'll come and be your friends. <laughs> um, so just to wrap up what we were talking about today, like, friendship relationships they need to make you a better follower of Christ those are the most genuine friendships and relationships that you can have is are they making you the best version of yourself are they making you run towards Christ grow stronger in communion with him because if a friendship is helping you grow stronger it should ultimately have God involved in it those are the strongest relationships in my opinion is allow God into these friendships. And if it's even, this goes for relationships, friendships, whatever, allow God into that and let him be in the center and the strength will come from there. So you, again, you want to carefully curate your top five, your MySpace top five in your life. Yeah. Curate it, pick the people that are going to help bring you closer to God and not push you away or just tread water. And sometimes it's tough to make that hard decision if to, to separate from maybe a group or or a relationship that is ultimately not benefiting you positively or, or making you a better follower of Christ. I've, I've remember I've had plenty of times in my life where I've had to make that hard choice, but the other on that flip side too, I have been the person that someone else had to go. Danny's not making me a better follower of Christ right now. Mm -hmm. I've been the person that had to get kind of left by the wayside and it helped to inspire me to become better. Sure. So, yeah, we're, I, yeah. we're all not perfect and Jesus didn't Jesus came down here and he picked followers he picked friends in this life and that's that's really cool he didn't come and just say I'm gonna do this by myself but like he picked people that were broken people that weren't perfect people that were yeah not so great not at, so great right yeah uh, and that's okay and I think he did that for a really good reason and that shows us that we don't have to be perfect again people can can tell you those hard truths and you can say yep Oh, you know what? That's a chance for me to be better. That's a chance for me to be a better follower of Jesus too, because he was there to lift them up. Absolutely. And then they were there to lift each other up. Exactly. So yeah, Jesus, Jesus did not come to do his work by himself. He surrounded himself with a community and a community of broken people and sinners and people that were not had it all together. So you know, we're, they all grew together to become, you know, the, the, the disciples and to become the saints. So they, they worked together and grew together. And that's ultimately what we were all trying to do as friends and, and believers and community is we're all trying to get to heaven. So we're all gathering and surrounding ourselves with genuine friendships that can help us get to heaven. Uh, so surround yourself with people that are going to be bringing out the best of you. Make, remember, your best friends are the people that make you the best, to bring out the best in you. Uh, we get our strength from God, but our support from each other. And uh, I think that that's, that's, 
bitch. That's all I have to say. Amen, on the matter, brother. That's a know? good way to end it. And uh, come be our friends. Yeah. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Throw those comments in YouTube again. It helps our. It helps the algorithm for people to find us. Um, yeah. Comment on what you like, what you don't like. Comment on the friends in your life, things that have worked for you. And uh, interesting stories that you've got. We want to hear that. We want to see the feedback. We love commenting on it. We love reading your comments. So yeah. keep those coming, please. Absolutely. Uh, all right. And and please consider uh, following, uh, being a patron on our Patreon page. We The support means the world to us, and it, it helps us to keep this show uh, continuing to get better. Love it. All um, right. So, yeah. And uh, check out any episode before this on YouTube at Ryan Klaus Music. Uh, check us out on YouTube. You can watch it or you can listen to it. any of the episodes we've already done wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. Two Catholic Dudes, episode five. That's, That's a, a wrap. wrap. Bring it home. Thank you, guys. God bless you. We will see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>